You are currently listening to Art Smitten here on Sin Nation with Andrew and Lauren. And currently joining us on the line, Rose Riley, cast member for Malthouse Theatre's production of The Glass Menagerie and playing the role of Laura Wingfield. Rose, welcome to Art Smitten. Hi, how are you going? We are very well. We are very excited to have you on, on the show today. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. <laughs> Is this your first time on Sin? Uh, yes, it is. Beautiful. Um, so just uh, tell us a bit about what it's been like uh, being a part of the Glass Menagerie. Um, is this your first Tennessee Williams play? I believe it is. Uh, yeah, it's the first... Um, yeah, do you mean my first Tennessee Williams play? Yes, yeah, your first time... Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, I'd studied him, um, but but not very extensively at all and never done a full production for this one. So it's been very exciting to become familiar with his incredible mm. um, works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, he's truly one of the greatest uh, playwrights of the 20th century. And it's interesting, you're playing the character of uh, Lauren, I believe? Laura, yeah, Laura, Laura Wingfield. Yes, yeah. Yeah, who is the introverted daughter. Um, yes. So I was just curious, how do you actually bring out that, that... How do you turn a character who is very introverted, very uh, self-centred sort of in a way, how do you make her the character that she is in the play? How do you give her a good stage presence? Um, well, you just sort of... Uh, get it all from the script and I mean it's a long long process that doesn't you know it, it, mm. that's why we have rehearsals obviously it takes quite a long time to sort of crack a character mm. um, I know some, some characters are easier to access than others you know depending on the actor and who the character is but certainly with Laura I found that she um, was quite a hard nut to crack but you know you work with the director you do research you read the play you read other stuff by the writer or any other relevant material and you build a, a, a big um, base of, yeah, influential information and slowly but surely get get to grips with the character. Yeah. What kind of information like that do you pick up? What is it about um, the character you focus on most when you're going to betray her? Um, well, I mean, for me, I guess it's all about the relationships in the play. I mean, to be honest, it can be hard sometimes to, to really unpack the process of creating a character Personally, you know, I can't always really pinpoint what it is because it's sort of an, an instinctual thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, you know, you try to make the world of the character as realistic in your own mind as, as you can. You imagine what their day-to-day life would be like. Mm-hmm. Think about the life that they've had, you know, in a play, a, a period play. You think about what it would have been like to live in, you know, St. Mm-hmm. Louis in America in um, the 30s and... And yeah, and then slowly, yeah, it's all that sort of stuff, all that uh, just creating the world in your own head of the character and yeah, how they relate to the other characters as well certainly is very important. Yeah. Yeah. So realism is quite important to you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Do you, um, find, it, do you find it hard to find the break between reality and the realism of the, of the character? Uh, sorry, how do you mean? Well, is it sort of, do you, when you're trying to make the character real in a sense, do you sort of incorporate elements of your own reality in it or is it sort of do you try and keep them separate you, so I guess what I'm saying is um, you're a method actor who sort of likes to kind of base it on yourself as well as the character or do you like draw a very clear distinction between them uh, I mean you definitely draw a distinction um, I do uh, but I mean it's certainly hard not to have things from your own life and your own experiences mm. you know completely influence anything you do because you can't you know you can't escape um, yes, <laughs> who no, you are and, and it's sort of all intertwined but I do mostly try to think as the, as the character as much as possible when I'm doing... You know, some, there's some methods that people draw on their own experiences to create emotion, whereas I prefer to try and just fully live in the world of mm. the play. But also, it's kind of a mystery sometimes. 
you know, the way yeah. the way it all works. You could be drawing on three different things at once. Some, you know, it could be a real experience from your own life, or it could be something you've thought of for the character, or it could be something completely different. And you know, um, it's all it can be a bit of a mysterious sort of process. It is a, it is certainly a very mysterious play, The Glass Menagerie. Uh, but staying within the context world of the play, other characters, other cast members. You see, oh look at that. Cheeky segue. Uh, um, flawless. 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 That's, that's, how, that's how we roll that, here that, at us. That's Arsene. for a professional community radio station, renowned. Professional segues is, is what we do here. Uh, but I, I would love to hear how you have... I mean, this is quite a small cast, only four actors, and you've been touring this particular production of The Glass Menagerie. How has it been working with some very talented, prominent Australian actors such as Luke Mullins, Pamela Rabe and, and Harry Greenwood. How have you... And because you've... Well, you graduated in uh, at Whopper in 2013. This is sort of like your first touring pr- production. How, how has that been? Well, I mean, it's been a, a dream, really. Um, I got cast in my first year out, so that was a pretty fantastic thing to happen. Um, very stoked with um, mm. being cast in that play. Uh, and, yeah, working alongside those actors you mentioned Pam and Luke and Harry has been incredible um, on many levels on you know a personal level of getting to know them because they're all obviously super lovely amazing people that are very dear to me now but also from you know from an acting point of view it's just I've learned so much and it's been amazing and certainly also being able to come back to it after you know we did our first season in 2014 at Belvoir in Sydney and coming back to it a second time has been great. I've learnt even more from it, you know. <laughs> Could you elaborate yeah. what, what you have learnt, I guess, either from like a personal experience point of view, taking up this character in 2014 and then going off and doing other projects and then coming back to it, do you, do you feel that you've drawn closer to your character and, and similarly the cast, or is it it's like picking up the play completely afresh? It's... Yeah, it was it was strange coming back to it. I was I think I was nervous that because I found that the, it's a challenging play on lots of levels. It's it's an emotional, you know, rich, intense um, show. It's it's quite long, so mm. you know, I always found it um, a challenge. It was never easy, and I, I mean, it, I don't think it will be. Um, <laughs> so I was nervous coming back. I thought that I might still have the same challenges, and that I wouldn't. I, I thought maybe I wouldn't have um, felt like I had learned much in the time off. Because, you know, as an actor, it's hard to stay sort of fit because jobs are hard to get. It's competitive. Certainly. But coming back, I found, yeah, I mean, personally, I think I'd grown a bit with the little projects that I had done um, and was felt like uh, a bit freer, a bit more confident in the room because, you know, as the least experienced person, I did often, you know, I was just very nervous um, in the company of, of my fellow actors and, just, you know, I felt like the smallest voice, whereas I felt like I'd developed my voice a bit more um, in the 18 months we had off. So, yeah. yeah, I just felt a bit more confident and a bit, I guess, like I deserved to be there a bit more than before, where maybe I felt, you know, yeah. like, you know, slightly um, uh, crippled in the face of uh, all these amazing, incredible uh, actors and designers and directors. So, well, yeah, that, 
Well, I was going to say, just from the rave reviews that I've heard of this production, I, I firmly believe that your name is is very well deserving of being amongst that cast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, we do have to wrap it up there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Rose Riley from Malthouse Theatre's production of The Glass Menagerie. Uh, but before you go, Rose, um, we have a regular segment here at Artsmitten called The Exquisite Corpse, where we ask our guests to contribute a line to an ongoing story. Are you ready to contribute to this, this infamous hmm. segment? <laughs> infamous or anticipated, depending on the way you look at it. Very true. Um, so our last guest, Lenka Vanderboom, contributed this line. She said that she was quite you know, unprepared and nervous about her contribution, but... Hmm. Listen, have, you'll have a lot to work with. Yes. If, I, if, I, I, if I recall correctly, she did speak yeah. very quickly. And I, I would recommend going and getting a coffee or a cup of tea or something, making sure you're comfortable before we read out this <laughs> entry to you. It's one of the longer ones. Um, oh, wow. Okay. All but, right. Yeah, but feel free to take it any direction you, any direction you wish. Okay. Sure. So, here we go. She told me that. She told me that twice. Why was it that she didn't want to go home with me? Hmm. Closely translated, I think it's now for chapter two. So and so, I'm contributing one one sentence. Yes, uh, from from okay. that. Would you like me to read it out again, or are you? She told me that. She told me that twice. Why was it that she didn't want to go home with me? Was that it? Yes, that's, that's it, correct. Yeah. Um, okay, gosh, I might have to keep mine short and snappy. Just to, um, let me think. Okay, uh, are you ready? We are ready. It can be anything. No judgment. No, no judgment at all. No judgment. Okay. um, Apart from our thousands of listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Let's go with, um, alas, it was the shoes. (laughs) (laughs) What a fantastic opening. Is that acceptable? Absolutely. Everything is acceptable. Alas, it was the shoes. Rose Riley, thank you so much for, uh, for talking to us here on Artsmitten. And uh, for those listeners who have been greatly inspired and, you know, pulling out their copies of Tennessee Williams, you can see The Glass Menagerie, uh, which is being performed the 18th of May to 5th of June at the Merlin Theatre in Melbourne. Rose Riley, thank you so much. Best luck with so future much. productions. You are listening to Artsmitten here on Sin Nation with Andrew and Lauren. 